Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw. Today, we have Fallon Morningstar joining us. I'm very, very excited about this talk. You guys stay tuned. We've got some good, good stuff coming. Fallon, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Tamala. Oh, absolutely. So I try to give uh, Podmatch a shout out on every episode because just about every episode, probably 95% of my guests actually come from Podmatch. So, and I've been able to make some great relationships and great contacts. So um, thank you so much for reaching out to me. This is going to be a fantastic episode. So Fallon, tell the audience and myself a little bit about yourself. I feel like that's such a loaded question, but <laughs> <I know. laughs> a, a little bit about myself. Mm-hmm. I am a very curious and driven woman. I feel like that's a skill I've developed that I can't let go of. Always curious. And I am a, a functional health coach and I have been a coach since couple years now. I don't know the exact date, but I originally got into this profession and developed my own business when I went through my own health challenges. And that started as physical health challenges Mm -hmm. where I didn't really have direction or answers. (laughs) It was just a lot more questions than I could handle. So thankfully, I had a mutual friend that introduced me to functional health, which then the information I learned was so transformative. It was insane. So I actually got a certification in the same field as the practitioner that had helped me. So explain to us actually, what is functional health? Great question. So when we think of health or going to a doctor's office, that's a typical family practitioner that's considered a Western type of modality or health system. While the functional side, we could call it Eastern, we could call it integrative, but it's really taking the whole body as one system because everything is so interconnected and it works together. So we are approaching it in a wholesome and holistic way. Nice. I like that. Um, I actually, I don't know if you've ever heard of INN. Yes, um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I graduated from there Okay, 10 years ago now. So yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be yummy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what was happening with you um, where you weren't truly satisfied or didn't get the answers that you needed um, from what we call Western doctors. Yeah. So I was dealing with, and these did not come up all of a sudden. It was me and my ignorance, not really looking at these things. Or okay. So we all, this, we all do it. <laughs> I know. I know. Now I'm like, okay, let's take a proactive approach. But I was dealing with some abnormal hair loss, some body odor 
strange body odor. I was like, I never have had this before. This is odd. I could not recover after exercise. It'd be like four days later and I would still feel like my muscles were sore. So I know I wasn't recovering because I wasn't sleeping well. I would go to bed just wide awake with all of these thoughts, even though I was so tired and fatigued, set in, bloating. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was puffy all the time. Yeah. My menstrual cycle at the time I had been on the hormonal birth control pill and I made the decision to get off of that after reading about it and listening to podcasts. I'm like, wow, I, this is not good. So I transitioned off of that. And I think my body didn't really know what to do with it because it had synthetic hormones for 10 years and mineral deficiencies, et cetera. So it was just this whole plethora of symptoms. Right. Cause it's things and it's not really connected. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on with me? Yeah. And I went to my family physician and at the time I had no language around functional health. I didn't know what to ask for. All I knew was to say something I think is going on with my hormones. These are my symptoms. Like, can you help me? And unfortunately he had said, well, you look okay. Maybe we could do, we would have to do individual hormone samples. So testosterone, estrogen, and they would be about a hundred dollars a piece. So there was no solution really. I felt just lost, more lost after I left. I'm like, this does not seem right. So I saw my gynecologist informed her that I decided to stop the birth control pill informed her of my symptoms. And unfortunately, she said to me, what contraceptive would you like to be on next? And this like phrase is ingrained in my mind because I'm like, what? You're going to ask me that? <laughs> right. And all these things okay. going on. Yeah, <laughs> the answers are here. What else you can place inside? <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you doing? So uh, just a little bit um, frustrated with those that feedback. And I don't remember the time frame between those discussions. And when I saw my friend was going through some testing, cannot remember, may, may have been a couple months, but I was so intrigued because I said, I'm also, I have these two minds. It's like this analytical science mind, but I also love this spiritual flow feminine mind. Yeah. And I was like, I would enjoy learning about your process and your testing because it might be something I'd want to look into. Well, it was. <laughs> and I went through the same testing as what she did, and it was phenomenal. I received answers and a roadmap to what was going on. And I'm like, this is so great. Now, of course, then the next step was actually putting the work in to right. make those changes, mm -hmm. huge lifestyle changes, um, natural supplementation to give me some relief so I could just get through the day without, you know, emotionally eating or um, sleeping properly, just kind of calm my system down. And yeah, I just fell in love with the information. And I think it was six months later, I was like, I have to take the same certification. Because... Oh, that's so phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Because, yeah. you know, like you said, when you when you take the tests, you get so much information that you're like, how did I go my whole life? Like, yeah. and not know this. So what was the name of the test, if you don't mind? 
Sure. Yeah. It was three of them. So it was a food sensitivity test, a hormone test, and a stool test. Each of those showed really interesting feedback. But again, it validated my symptoms because there was so much correlations Mm -hmm. with the test and what was happening in my body. And that's one of the things that I really try to drive home with my clients because society, our conditioning teaches us to disconnect. We are so disconnected from ourselves, and these tests help to bring you back to self. Mm, That's so wonderful. You know, even when it comes to our connection to the earth, we're taught to lose that. This is my opinion. But I feel as though we are taught to disconnect when truly that's where the answers to a lot of things, you know, yeah. you know, we we sit back and we think that dandelion is a is a weed, right? And there's so many benefits to our body in a dandelion. Everything from the yellow to the green to the you know, the stem, the fi- like it is amazing. That's why I'm just like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Yeah, I totally so true. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you took the test. What was your next steps? Implementing. So the food sensitivity test informed me of what foods I was eating or maybe not eating at the time, but what foods I was sensitive to. It's a very visually pleasing report where there's green, yellow, and red foods, and there's 176 different foods. doesn't matter if I'm eating them or not, but it's a clear direction to remove those yellow and the red foods for a duration of approximately 90 days to allow the gut to heal itself. Because if we continue to eat these foods that we're sensitive to, it just wreaks havoc on our immune system, hormones, digestive distress. So by removing those, and it's not forever, but but for a period of time, it gives us the ability to really heal itself. With the other two tests, the hormone and the stool, depending on what comes up, maybe there's parasites or worms, fungus, yeast. There's an immune section that's phenomenal just to give you an update of how it's functioning. There is about 10 different hormones with our cortisol pattern, with our melatonin indicating how low it is, how high it is. And that gives you a roadmap to change your lifestyle. So some of the things that I coach on is really, we like to call it, we as practitioners, we like to call it DRESS, D-R-E-S-S. And that stands for diet, rest, exercise stress reduction, and supplementation. So that is the core basis of what I educate and guide other women on because lifestyle is huge. That's The tests are so supportive, but if you don't have a supportive lifestyle, it doesn't really matter. Right. We really try to drive that home, people. Oh, that is, that's so good. First of all, you said diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction and supplementation yes i was gonna say supplements but i stop what she said so pay attention tamala but (laughs) so like that those five 
you know, that's like life, right? It truly is life. And if you can get an understanding and fit those particular things in, like a lot of people you in today's society, again, I'm going to say in my opinion, <laughs> stress, I mean, I'm sorry, rest and exercise are the two things people don't make time for. We're always busy. We're always doing, we're always multitasking. I got to do, got to do, got to do. You don't eat right. You know, you're grabbing what's on the road. Um, mm -hmm. What's really quick. We don't take time to prepare our meals for the week. Um, you don't like, and I'm, I'm very guilty of the rest. Maybe until I intentionally started to get rest four hours a night. Four. Wow. And I wonder why I was anxious, yeah. you know, not feeling well, tired. You know, how can you be anxious and tired? Like, right. But, but those things like it's that, those stress hormones. They're working. Exactly. Right. So if you could understand that you have to be very intentional in those five areas in order to make things work, meaning in the body together, right. You know, a lot of people don't understand you, IBS is everywhere. That's why if you're stressed, your intestines are stressed. If you're not eating right, things are getting stuck. Okay. I'm sorry. Get off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right though. I know if I'm like, if we're standing and eating, if we're driving and eating, do we think that our digestive system is worried about digesting? No, absolutely not. We're focusing on the road or the phone call that we're talking on. Yeah. We have to be much more intentional with the way that we live. Yes. And everything's going to get done. Yes. All the tasks, they're going to get done. Mm -hmm. Or if there's if some that it. we need to remove, we need to remove them. And <laughs> some of them, if it doesn't, then it is what it is, right? Prioritize people. Yeah. Let's prioritize. And if you have to move something to tomorrow or next week, then it is what it is. I have learned because I have lived it that everything that I deem important is not. And you don't realize it until you start to be intentional. Hey, good people. Have you discovered that you have codependent characteristics and you're not really sure what to do with that? Well, I suggest that you go out and grab my workbook. It's called The Codependent Me Workbook. You matter and your story matters. And it really walks you through healing from codependency. Talk about your goals, boundaries, detachments, bunch of journal entries, all the things that you need to get started. You can pick it up today at Amazon. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay. So <laughs> you, um, you took the test, you started doing the work. What are some, like, how soon did you start feeling some relief in some of these ailments that you were feeling? To be honest, it was about a week or two. Food is the number one factor that I think that's like their first step. Of course, all the five pillars are important, but food is so critical. And when I changed my food, it was this beautiful reduction in inflammation. I didn't feel like I needed to emotionally eat as much, okay. still underlying stuff there. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I could sleep better. When we eat better, also our blood sugar is better. 
our anxiousness is less, mm -hmm. our digestive system is better. So I would say within a week or two, and of course we're all individualized. It could be three days. It Absolutely. could be one month. Right. Depending on the um, person and yeah. you know what state they're in, of course. Um, I think it's beautiful that you talk about how um inflammation, because that's another big thing right now for people. Um and then anxiety. And I say that because I've gone to the doctor myself. And when I say, of course, this is before the whole intentional thing, but you know, because uh, anyway, I just wish I could get people to understand when you go to the doctor and you say you're, you have anxiety, they're going to give you medication for anxiety, right? They're not going to say, oh, let's look at your diet. So I think that this talk for people coming out and truly, truly telling their experience and changing their diet, doing the different things, doing the work and not just going to CVS, Walgreens or, you know, whatever the pharmaceutical company is and grabbing those pills because it's, it's, it's a horrible thing. It truly is. Um, mm -hmm. Because I mean, I, I took the pills, you know, it was right after my brother passed away and I had a lot of anxiety. So I was like, okay, yes. You know, at that time I was, I was grasping for everything. Right. And even <laughs> it's funny because you can know certain things and still put it in the back of your head and not be like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm just, I need to go here. Right. So I took the pills, did not feel a difference. <laughs> did not. <laughs> right. But when I started looking at my herbs, when I finally calmed myself and brought myself back to me, started looking at my herbs, started having different teas. Like I said, the chamomile, the, I think it's called mulein. Um, it's a lot of different um, teas and herbs that I, that I take. And those things, you know, of course, let's be clear, lavender, right? You can put those, so many different things that you can do other than pop a pill. Um, Okay, so it was <laughs> it was a week or so before you started feeling a difference, and um, then you decided to go to school, and you've got you're you're now a practitioner. And so, how do you um, what is what is something that you would tell someone who's having the same type of ailments, and they don't know what to do, and may not be truly open to the test yet? Mm -hmm. Good questions. I would honest, and this is going to sound so simple and like, really, that's your advice. Is. But I would say to put a reminder in your phone for every hour to breathe, to deeply breathe. Yeah. That's going to sound silly, but no, no, most no. of the time we are breathing to our neck to our chest we are never really breathing down into our stomach where it shifts us into that parasympathetic because most of the time a lot of our physical health symptoms symptoms are the last thing to occur it's never the root cause we need to look at our nervous system our nervous system is huge and most of the time because of the society we live in because of our conditioning our nervous system is always in the background in this hypervigilant state. And if we breathe, we can help become more aware of ourself. And when we have more awareness of self, 
then maybe we open a little bit more to asking for help or guidance. So I would just say reminder and phone every hour for two minutes. Deeply breathe in your belly. Thank you for saying that because you think that that's simple. I had a whole podcast about breathing because people think, <laughs> you know, when people say, um, are they breathing? Look at their chest. <laughs> You are not supposed to breathe from your chest. That is not good breathing. Yeah. And you're supposed to breathe from your core, from your stomach. It's something that I had to retrain myself to do. Yeah. Because I was breathing from my chest where I thought I was able to take deep breaths. They weren't truly deep breaths because they were only from the chest but when you take a deep breath from your stomach you are pulling in so much longer and I'll take a deep breath with other people and they'll go how do you do that <laughs> to training <laughs> it is it's an everyday retraining because again we're not taught this I still have to catch myself if I'm in the middle of a lot of work I might take a pause and look past my computer and ask myself, am I actually deeply breathing right now? Yes. And most of the time, sometimes it's not. I am too consumed with whatever's going on on the screen or the conversation that might be a little bit rattling to my system. But if we can come back to the breath, again, it, it's completely transformative. And it's a slow, deep belly breath. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. So yes, I don't think that that was simple. I think that is perfect and wonderful. It's a great answer. Um, so you talked about in your profile on uh, PodMatch, epigenetics are more important than genetics. Can you explain what epigenetics is, please? Yes. So when we think of genetics, we think of our DNA, we think of mom and dad coming together, and that is our new DNA, which is totally true. Those are our genes that we're born with. On the other side, the epigenetics are all of the lifestyle factors that we do day to day. Even if our parents, parent has diabetes or a specific autoimmune condition, we might be genetically predisposed to get that. However, our genetics play a much denser role in our potential to get the same diagnosis or condition. Mm -hmm. So meaning if we can improve our lifestyle factors, and again, we could look at the five pillars, the dress protocol, that outweighs our genetic because we have heard before our brain is elastic. We are always evolving. We are always changing. And a lot of it is our mental capacity and the nervous system capacity. So although we might be, um, again, predisposed, let's look at what we're eating. Mm -hmm. how, how is mom and dad eating? And how am I eating? Yeah. How do I want to eat so I can lead a healthier lifestyle? It is really, it seems that simple and it is, but it does take work. Mm -hmm. because you are given this certain roadmap of stuff, but you get to choose which directions you want to go. Yeah. I like that. And it takes, like you said, it takes work and it takes awareness. I try to tell people, um, if you have a goal, even if it's a goal a year from now, you have to start 
your change today. You have to change today for your goal to come true, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love that because like you said, your genetics that that's one thing. And this is also jumping into like the whole codependency thing. Codependency is learned behavior. Exactly. When it comes to genes, though, that's, you've you've got your genes, but diabetes may be in the genes, but your eating habit is what's learned. So if you can change the eating habit, it could change your outcome, it won't change the genetics, but it, it, like you said, symptoms are less. <laughs> so if you can change the food intake and the different, like the exercise and all that, like you said, that's in the dress, then it can change the outcome. Absolutely. That's Same thing with the codependence. I'm glad that you brought that in because it is this learned behavior, you know, from zero to seven, we are these sponges, we absorb everything. So if our parents and our grandparents are in these codependent types of relationships, that is what we see. And when we do get our health more in order, when we do meditate, when we do have that breath, we become more aware of those patterns Mm -hmm. to then say, wait a second, I don't really agree with that. I don't want that. What is a road that I can take that is more healing, more wholesome, independent potentially? And that's just the decisions that you have to make. I think the more awareness we can have, the more decisions we have to make. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is when you do the work and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you become more aware of your body. Our body is the first thing that will, it it tells us everything. It really does. But if you're not used to listening, then you don't know what to do because you don't know what you're hearing. I I hope that makes sense. It totally does. It's kind of like what you're saying. When you sit back and you do the things that you need to do in the dress, when something happens you it feels wrong in your body even if if someone asks you to do something and you really don't want to do it you'll know it feels wrong in your body it's like "Mm, I don't really want to do that that doesn't feel good right but if you're always used to feeling bad (laughs) you don't know what good feels like you can't get that signal that signal doesn't come Mm -hmm. um so I think you're in it you're you're too in it at that point same thing if you try to if you're eating fast food or you're eating processed foods or the standard American diet, like typically we all grew up on, and then you maybe take a week and change your diet to eat more fruits and vegetables, to eat more quality proteins, and then perhaps you slip back into your typical lifestyle, you feel a difference. You're like, wow, that really impacted me. Did I actually feel that bad before? Right. Because you took a step out of that conditioning and you saw a little bit of the other side now it's not just it's certainly okay to slip sometimes we all slip but it's about getting back up and becoming aware again it's this continuous everyday process of just becoming aware of you and when i say these tests help you become aware of you the emotional work that I do as well helps you become aware of you. The meditation, the sound, the solitude, just being still with yourself and breathing, 
the somatic exercises that help bring you back into your body, that is all so important as well. So it's not just these outer diet rest exercise. It's also that internal work to bring you back to self. Absolutely. Completely agree. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something that I've been told. So I'm going to I'm going to say it to you and you can uh, give the audience what your, what your answer is. So of course I've had people um, when they talk about their diet and, you know, a lot of people say eating clean, now you don't know what your test will say. Right. But a lot of people, when it comes to eating better, they'll say, but they make it so bad food is less expensive and foods that are good for you are more expensive and I can't afford it. What would you That's tell your me? conditioning? That is your conditioning. <laughs> and I had it. I had it too. But again, for the people that say that, I would say that you are sucked into a certain conditioning. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong, but it's just an awareness to have because it's not too expensive. It's like, would you rather pay up front? or pay more down the road for healthcare. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. And just a, a quick, wonderful story for myself. I have a small garden that I have in my courtyard and I don't have a lot of land. I don't have any land actually. Um, I have an area that I have tins, like the big you know, oval tins. So I have cucumbers and zucchini and tomatoes and okra and blah 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 <laughs> so I okay. went it's it's fantastic and it makes me feel so good right so the other day um you know I went out and pulled green peppers and da, 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 and I had all of these beautiful just it, it oh I was so proud right just all of this beautiful harvest and I looked at it and I was like I don't even know like, what I'm going to do with all of this. And I said, I know what I'm going to do. I went and made the best vegetable soup in the summertime in Tennessee. <laughs> Does not matter. It was still phenomenal. And let me tell you why it was phenomenal. Because I knew there was no preservatives. <laughs> all of the things that's even in fresh fruit. I It was mine. That's why. It wasn't, you know, it's because it was something that I harvest. It was good for me already, right? But just such, like every bite was yummy. <laughs> and it, so was, it was just, it was wonderful. And, you know, when you're eating, right? Like you said, there's the digestive portion is so much better. It's just, it was good. So that was the other point is if you feel like you can't afford it, you can afford some seeds, go out and plant it yourself. You don't need, you don't need, uh, you, you really don't need like the, the grass, the ground, the whatever, put them in tins and do that if you need to. But there's no reason that you can't go and plant some vegetables for yourself to mm -hmm. be able to assist. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And if we, I, I really think that these healthier decisions is an act of love for ourselves. Yes. So it's just, I would ask yourself, and I know we all struggle with this, just loving more of ourself. For sure physical self, mental self, whatever we have experienced in this life. It's just, it is 
does call back to love. So if you're finding these urges to eat a lot of sugar, to eat a lot of processed things, there's a much deeper wound that I might encourage you to ask for help on, ask for guidance, read about, research, because ultimately it is your journey but we're all in this together. Yes. We are all this collective consciousness. We all affect one another. Mm-hmm. And I think when we show up, it gives other people the ability to show up as well and just step up. Yeah. So I hope that that little. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I do want the audience to know that in the show notes, and you can give the the link as well, but in the show notes, I'll have the link where they can have a 30-minute recovery call with you. And you are also on Instagram. Is it under uh, Fallon Morningstar? It's Fallon Hunter Morningstar on Instagram. Hunter Morningstar. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And I love that you said, like, we're in it together. Just like, you know, I get up, I try to do the right thing every day. I don't get it right. Right. But when I don't, I forgive myself and start again. We are human. We will always slip. Hopefully the slips are a little bit farther apart. Than- <laughs> and they will be. They will be. <laughs> yeah. but, but forgive yourself and, and, and know that everything that you do that's for the good of you is love. Mm -hmm. It's you loving you. And we really don't have enough of that. And anyone can, I'm sure they can reach out to Fallon. People can reach out to me. Like we are here for the conversation. We are here for the support. We are here for the love because if we can all just support one another, man, can you imagine what the world would be? Oh, goodness, I got chills just thinking about it. If we were all truly here to support one another and collaborate in order to spread this word and spread the encouragement. Good stuff. So what is the, um, what's the link where someone can contact you for the discovery call? It's a 30 minute, right? Yes, it is calendly.com backslash power dash f-a-l for foul so 30 minute totally free i would absolutely love to hear from you feel free to book you can reach out to me on instagram email it it doesn't really matter i am open to have the conversation the email i don't think i mentioned is discover at fallonmorningstar.com excellent and if someone wants to take those tests where would they go? Would they contact you or do you have a site that they can go to to schedule? They would contact me. And I think something important to share about the test is that they are all drop shipped to your home, which makes it very easy to have to ship them through UPS. It's super seamless process. Well, I'm going to ask you to um, possibly well, I'm going to, of course, put this on my Facebook page. I have a Facebook page with um, for Codependent Me. And if you could send me the link for the test to do it through you, I want to put it when um, when I put this out to the uh, to that to that group. I would like to add that as well. 
and put it on all my sites. I think it's important. Um, I'm going to do it myself because <laughs> I think it's that important. And yeah, I've heard about them all, but this is good stuff. It's time to, like you said, it's time to do the work. And I'm very interested in, I've taken a couple separate, but never just all together. And the stool test I've heard about, and I heard that that's really, really good. And I haven't taken that one either. So I want to make sure that, um, as they say, I want to, I want to walk the walk <laughs> and not just talk the talk. So I want to get that information from you so I can also post it. Um, so Fallon, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been wonderful. I, I knew um, that I would just absolutely love your spirit. I do. Um, but if there's anything that you could tell the audience, one last thing, what would it be? Oh my goodness, you're making me think. Take your time. Take your time. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be good. <laughs> I would honestly say just remembering that you are always loved. I know a lot of times we don't feel loved. But if you believe in something higher than yourself, you know that they always have your back. And I think if we can rest in that, if we can trust in that, and know that we're always supported, even if we can't see it physically with the eye, I think that is something to keep in your heart. Absolutely. I love that. That's so true. Well, audience, I told you it was going to be a good one, and it was. <laughs> Fallon, thank you again. I completely appreciate you uh, bringing this wonderful information to the show. I know a lot of people got a lot of good things, and I hope that they play it again with a pen and paper. <laughs> Write some things down. Uh, but audience, I want you to know that I know that you could choose any podcast, but you chose this one and I thank you. And as always, I want you to remember that you matter and your story matters. Have a wonderful day. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time, so thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me, and check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.